Hello and welcome to Weird Careers. I'm your host, E.T. All over the world, people have jobs. And some of those jobs we don't even know exist. There are jobs that we don't know a lot about. And there are jobs that we just don't talk about. Well, I'm here to explore all of the above on this podcast. Join me as I explore careers all over the globe. Everything from specialized retail to sex work. Did I mention that we're 18 plus? Throughout the course of this podcast, we will take a deep dive into each of these interesting professions. Do you know someone who has a weird or interesting job? Maybe you do. Believe it or not, your job may actually be more interesting than you may think. So don't be shy and shoot us an email at weirdcareerspodcast at gmail.com. This podcast is brought to you by Cardinal Images. Do you dream of having your small business look as great as the big guys without having to pay a fortune? You're not alone. Here at Cardinal Images, that is our specialty. So give us an email at eric at cardinalimages.ca today for your personalized quote or visit our website at www.cardinalimages.ca for more information. Cardinal Images, affordable pricing, professional images, and personable photography. On today's show, we have Aaron McRae, who is a quality control technician for video and audio. What the hell does that mean? Well, Aaron's here to tell us all about it. Welcome to the show, Aaron. Thank you. Great to have you here. Now, for starters, obviously, we, we this is the most important question. What do you do? Just tell us a little bit. No spoilers. What do you do? Uh, what do I do? I watch trailers, episodes, documentaries, features in full to check for any technical glitches. For example, audio pops or freeze frames or anything technical that can happen during export. Nothing production, no boom in the mic kind of situations. Um, yeah, and uh, that's, that's just part of it. There's other things I flag as well, you know, like commercial blacks or bumpers, which is like on the next episode or previously on those Mm -hmm. are bumpers. Okay. Um, I note all the text that shows up, people's names, cities, that kind of stuff that show up. I create chapters for movies and a bunch of other stuff. I also align closed captions and subtitle files to movies, make sure it's all in sync. Yeah, that's just it's the gist of it. Simple form. <laughs> that's really neat. I did like I bet 85% of the population didn't even know this was a thing. Most people I tell they have no idea what, that that actually happens. So yeah, no? there's got to be eyes on on a movie or an episode before it goes out to streaming platforms just to make sure everything's okay. There's no file corruption, there's no glitches, etc. Makes perfect sense to me. Um, so let's, for, for example, so let's use the hit television series, The Boys on Prime, for example. So before something like that gets uploaded, um, like what is it? So you'll go through an episode. So you're looking for what specifically? It all depends 
where, yeah, like I was going to Amazon. I mean, my job is to make sure that the client logo is present in the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. to make sure all the commercial blacks are noted so that they can be removed for delivery to note any compression I see or any visual imperfections. There's a whole list of them. It's, there's, it's a very long list. I don't want to go all through <laughs> all of them, but just some examples frame, frame skipping. So it kind of looks jittery. So there's missing frames, mm-hmm. things like that. Anything that looks off any audio issues, if they're like the audio is too loud, if it's mixed too high and it peaks in the red zone and um, what else? Bumpers. Yes. So they can be removed. And then the next step would be master review. So they would go through my notes and do their thing. It's kind of this whole process that goes through ingest and then QC and then master review and then delivery. Cool. Yeah. So on average, how many technical errors would you find in a average project? It all depends really. Some, some clients um, give us some low budget stuff, you know, that are going to, I don't know, iTunes or something uh, mm-hmm. or, or really like no one's really going to see anyway. Maybe just, I don't even know, to be honest with you, <laughs> but in the deep there's dark other... crevices of Netflix that you'd never go. Perhaps. <laughs> then there's some, there's some stuff that's really good quality. And so there's, you know, minor notes involved. So it really all depends on the specific file that I'm working on, so, but I've had files that I've had to probably flag about 30 or 40 notes. Oh, wow. Which is a lot. Yeah. Cheapers. Mm-hmm. At least I was, Creepers. I thought that I thought there would be another zero at the end of that, but that, thank God there is not. So how long have you been doing this then? Four years. Four years. Now, were you always at this position or did you work up to this? I've always been quality control. I started on the night shift, midnight to 8 a.m., which was very, very difficult Ooh. trying to stay awake watching movies, as everyone can relate to that. <laughs> Sometimes when you're at night, at night, when you're in the living room and you're watching a movie, you just fall asleep because you just, so that's, that's the way it is. Yep. That's the way she goes. <laughs> and then I moved to the evening shift, which was four till midnight. Mm-hmm. And now I'm 830 to 430. I work remotely right now. Oh, nice. And I have been working remotely since March of 2020. And we will get into that a little mm-hmm. bit later in the show. Um, so like, you've been doing this for about four years now. Um, and we'll get into a little bit of the schooling later. But going in back into projects, how long does it take you to go through a whole... Let's, let's, let's use the, the, an episode of The Boys again, for example. How long would it take you to go through one episode? If the episode is 20 minutes, I mean, it can be anywhere from half hour to 45 minutes. Um, Rule of thumb normally is that it takes the length of the time the feature is plus sometimes double. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like a a half of the movie added on top. That Mm -hmm. makes any sense. (laughs) It does to me. I hope, so, I, I'm, if it does to me, it definitely will to the rest of our listeners. 
Well, that's good. <laughs> so yeah, it's usually like almost like time and a half in a, in a way. Okay. Mostly, but like there are exceptions, of course, depending on the file. So is that just because you're stopping making a note? Yes. The continuing? Okay. Yeah. I sometimes go, I go back and I go frame by frame and I check it again just to make sure. I also give it a rating of inf- informational, which is one. Mm-hmm. Needs review, which is two, mm-hmm. and three is severe. Ooh. So it, it it depends. Some things are minor and they can be looked past, and the average person won't notice it mm-hmm. because I'm skillfully trained in that. I notice things that people don't, right? Of course. So sometimes things are like, okay, that's a severe thing, which means most people will definitely hear that or see that. Okay. So the rating is also very important as well. Okay, interesting. Um so we're going to get into your schooling in just a minute. But before we do that, we are just going to take a quick break so we can have a word from our sponsors. So hang in there. We will be right back. Are the big corporations taking your sales with fancy images that just aren't in your small business budget? Not to worry. At Cardinal Images, we take everything to heart. We are a small business supporting small businesses, so we understand. Check out www.cardinalimages.ca for our gallery and contact info. Also, if you are a listener of this podcast, you will receive not only your demo images, but your first shoot absolutely free. Just email eric at cardinalimages.ca with the subject line podcast promo to receive your free shoot today. Cardinal Images, affordable pricing, professional images, and personable photography. And welcome back to Weird Careers. I am joined by Aaron out of Toronto, Ontario, who is a quality control technician for video and audio. Welcome back. Let's dive right in. So you and I have gone to college together. Yep. That was a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> took the same courses and the difference is, well, you finished. <laughs> that's a story for another day <laughs> listeners I, I did i finished <laughs> uh so since i know what kind of schooling you need or have to get into to get into this can you tell everybody else what kind of schooling you need to get into a career such as yours well i took broadcasting and film um and I got in with a referral from another guy we went to school with named Calvin. Now, I don't exactly know what they're looking for. I just assume they want some technical knowledge of audio and technical knowledge of video Mm -hmm. and the basics, like what you and I learned in school. Yep. Um, So it could be a numerous amount of programs, but I assume that's what they wanted just the basics and then they mm. they do a really good training program as well so the rest they'll they'll train about how they how they do things awesome so the, yeah. the, so it's definitely recommended to take these uh to to take a post-secondary uh education course in broadcasting film television some something along those lines to get that basic knowledge first and yes. then go into the career and then they'll just kind of train you on the job. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so are, do you work for a company or are you self-contracted? I am a full-time employee. Oh. Salary, 
benefits. Okay. Oh. The whole shebang. You get so you get dental for watching movies and TV shows all day. Yes. That's fucking rad. Yeah, you know. I love that. <laughs> benefits. It wasn't always like that to be honest. In the beginning of working there, they uh, had a different, we were owned by a different company at that time. So mm-hmm. we had different ways of doing things. They wanted us to go and find our, our own personal coverage. And then they would reimburse us for 60% of the premium monthly. Mm. Eventually we got bought out by a larger corporation. Mm-hmm. And we now over time went to, you know, more of what they were, how they did things. One of the, one of those is having benefits like, most average people and full-time would have, you know, mm-hmm. where you get a card and you submit a claim and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But it's generally the company pays for part and you pay for part. Yep. So it got much better. I didn't have to do all that work of submitting this every month and mm-hmm. the premium and all that stuff. It just complicates everything. So, yeah, it's really, it's really sweet. It's really definitely a big uh, blessing and uh, perk of my full-time job for sure no kidding because like if you were self-contracted you wouldn't have anything any kind of benefits like that no and my dentist is very expensive because they're holistic oh so i'm very happy that i've got some coverage on that for sure i oh, might get shit. braces next year too Woo-hoo. Woo! so good thank god for those benefits jesus um mm-hmm. so do you have an office or do you work from home i until the pandemic i was full-time in an office mm-hmm but when the pandemic started, it was it all happened so quickly. Um, but the managers made it possible to work remotely because for a long, the longest time, we didn't think it was possible for our field because we have to protect the files in the media that we have because they belong to very high-end clients and we don't want them to be leaked or stolen or anything. So mm-hmm. it was very strict. We couldn't have our phones with us at our desk. That kind of stuff. So we were all thinking, oh, my God, well, how can we work from home? But they made it possible. I'm very grateful for that. Nice. So we connect. It's a whole different workflow now. And I've gotten used to it at this point. But it was challenging to adapt at first of connecting remotely and using different services and all that stuff. And making we now make proxy files with our company's logo on it, like a watermark. Mm-hmm. We use that for our proofing. and we don't actually access the actual files, only certain positions in, in the chain. So, for example, ingest, they can access the mm-hmm. files because they have to do certain things to get the file prepared. Okay. So it's just they've worked around all that workflow and it's it's been really great in a lot of ways, but also has some downfalls as well. Of <laughs> which course, we yeah. Can get into after. Absolutely. Cause like that it kind of like tied right into my my other question is how COVID-19 pandemic affected your field like the um, privacy and security that you would have to worry about with dealing with high-end clients like that would be you'd have to worry about servers you'd have to worry about uh, firewalls and all that all that jazz um, I, I can't even imagine uh, the, the security that they would have to go through just to get that set up remotely yeah, so luckily us employees, we didn't really have to worry about too much because they walked us through how to connect to certain things and they've made sure that everything's secure. So we didn't have to worry about any of that, So which is pretty amazing. 
Nice. They just kind of walked us through, okay, so log into this and you're going to get a phone call, which you hit this button to connect and all that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other thing. Some, you know, I mean, it's been challenging in ways, but it's also been really great in other ways. It's not, it's a mix of both. It's not perfect. It's not terrible. Mm-hmm. So some of the good things about working from home, you wake up and you don't have to go anywhere. That's true. You have your desk set up right there. You know, it's, it's convenient. You can have everything in one place. And it's also just, you know, I just, it just feels more private. You know, you don't have to, you can do your own thing and not worry about people around you kind of thing. So do you miss being in office or do you find it easier to work from home? My ideal situation is part-time office, part-time home. Because okay. we're very much like a family. I really do miss my friends. I miss my coworkers. I miss the energy, the atmosphere of, you know, if you, because my job is, is as much as it is, as it is individual work, it also is very much teamwork at the mm-hmm. same time. So being able to get up from my desk and go over to the ingest section and ask a question takes five seconds. Whereas now it takes longer because you message someone on Microsoft Teams and you have to wait till they're available. So it just slows mm-hmm. things down in, in that sense. Of course. Where, you know, it's just easier to talk things over with your the person next to you or person across from you and get their opinion and ask them all this stuff. So it's very much team-based. So that's been challenging for sure. Yeah. Luckily, we've had check-in meetings with our teams, with our own, like my, my department, Master Review and Quality Control. We've had meetings at once a month which is great just touch base but for that reason it's been really challenging for sure absolutely i i I can't imagine but on the on the going back to the plus side of things what is the best part of the job Uh, i mean watching stuff i'll be honest with you (laughs) of course (laughs) why is that why i mean it introduces me to new shows sometimes um, you know, I learned some stuff like when I watch documentaries or docu-series. Um, yeah, just, I mean, just the access to all these things that I would have never even watched besides my job. That's cool. Yeah. If there's anything you could change about your job, what would it be and why? Oh, um, I don't know. I don't think I could really change anything it's a um, good job <laughs> yeah no it's pretty sweet it's pretty sweet you know for what it is so that, that you are literally the first person that has nothing to complain about their job that well. that, that says well <laughs> that says a lot about about what you do and i'm i'm that's great to hear that you really enjoy your job like that that's a wonderful thing yeah now if are there any last words of advice that you would give Anybody looking to pursue this career path? I would say network with people in the industry. Um, you know, take take the courses, take mm-hmm. a college course or university, whatever suits you best. Get that schooling in for sure. That's the basics. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, a lot of the time it is word of mouth. Um, I know that even in the last four years, it's been it's changed. Where you know my company was hiring full time, and now it's you know, if they have bigger projects, they hire contractors. So it is tough to get something full time. So I'm very blessed to have that at this time. Nice. 
but I do recommend the schooling and I recommend networking and just making contacts because you never know, because one of my friends from our program got me into this job and a few other people that we went to school with also are in the same company as me. So it helps, you know what I'm saying? It's pretty sweet. I love that. Networking. I I, I think networking is probably one of the most important parts of any job. Um, Word of mouth. So you know. Yep. Exactly. Um, Wrapping things up. Love. This is probably one of my favorite questions that I love asking my, my guests here. When you were little Aaron, you know, just carefree, no responsibilities, never had to worry about a job. What did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, Lord. Those were the good old days. <laughs> Weren't they? Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, when I was when I was little, I very much looked up to my mom, who uh, recently retired from full-time nursing. Wow. For over, over 20 years. Fantastic. Good for her. She actually retired in middle of March of last year. Ah. So perfect timing. timing. No shit. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So at first I wanted to be a nurse, just like my mom. And she tells me, tells me later on in my life that she's very glad that I changed that because she didn't want that for me. But yeah, no kidding. I also thought about being a veterinarian. Mm -hmm. But the fact that even to this day, I'm 31 years old. And if I see any animal get hurt or anything worse on TV or shows or movies i just i can't handle it so i figured i don't really know if i can handle seeing animals in pain in real life that's fair (laughs) so i i figured you know what that's not really for me makes sense but i knew i always had a love for movies my mom told me when i was four years old i would sit in front of the tv watching jurassic park and not flinching and she (laughs) her her and my dad looked at each other and was like what i i just i've always (laughs) <laughs> I've always loved movies. I've always been interested in how they're made, the background stuff, the continuity of them all, that kind of stuff. That's awesome. Well, Aaron, thanks for coming on to the show today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this and uh, those of the non-binary, uh, this has been Aaron McRae. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave a review. And if you really liked us, one with five stars would be greatly appreciated. It really helps us out on Apple Podcasts and other streaming services for our listenership. Join me next week where we have the honorable, my wife, Shar Terry, who is a communications clerk at a hospital. What does that mean? What does she do? Tune in next week to find out more. Check out our socials during the week for more info. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Weird Careers and on Instagram at Weird Careers Podcast. Thanks in advance for hitting that follow button. Until next time, I'm E.T. Thanks for joining me. Cheers. Cheers.